Journey to Organization, episode 124, Resolutions. You're listening to the Journey to Organization podcast with Rebecca Saltzman, advice to help you clear your clutter and your mind. Hello and welcome to Journey to Organization. I'm Rebecca Saltzman from Balagan Begon Professional Organization, and today... I want to talk about resolutions. It's around this time of year that people start to talk about resolutions. Resolutions, they're great. We resolve to be neater and more tidy. Maybe we resolve to lose weight. Maybe we want to resolve to shift a bad habit. Whatever it is we resolve to do, getting it done takes resolve. So in this episode, I want to talk about some things that we can do right now to help ourselves reach our goals. You see, preparation is the key to being successful when you want to excel at a task. Rushing through just to complete a task usually results in tasks poorly done or mistakes made. Now, I always say perfect is the enemy of done. And so I'm not looking for perfection in your resolutions, but I think that in order to really achieve success, A little work to get yourself prepared for your task will help you get closer to your goal faster. So I'm going to go over a few examples to help you get started. Please adapt these examples to whatever resolution or goal you're shooting for. Of course, if you need any help, feel free to make a coaching call with me so we can work together to help you reach your goals. If you're resolving to lose weight, Definitely don't call me for coaching, but you can use this time to sort through your closet because doing this will achieve two things. The first thing is that it will help you get rid of stuff you aren't using. And the second thing is that now you can put aside your very best clothing in a smaller size and use it as a goal. So keep the clothing in your closet that you're using right now, but box up everything that's a little bit too small. And when you reach your goal, you can unbox it and it's going to feel so good that it fits you. Just take a pass at your closet right now, though. I'm sure that there are at least 20 pieces you aren't using, including accessories. So start with the low-hanging fruit. Get rid of the worn-out underwear, stretched-out bras, threadbare socks. Then look for the larger pieces. Dresses that you purchased in haste, a shirt that always opens up, a skirt that's stained, whatever it is. Get rid of whatever you can and either recycle it or donate it if it's in good condition. The next step, if you're trying to lose weight, in my opinion, on the preparation stage is to ask yourself this question. When, and not if, because I think you can lose the weight if you are really willing to put into the effort, uh, but when you lose the weight, would you even want to wear the clothing you have in a smaller size? So after you've sorted in the clothes into categories that like what you're wearing right now and what doesn't quite fit you yet, take just a second pass through those clothes and see, okay, when I get to my goal weight, is this going to be something I really want to wear? Is it old? Does it look good? Is it still in fashion? Is everything that I have (laughs) on my body in the exact same place that it was before? How will it look? Maybe I'm a little bit more less firm, let's say, (laughs) than I used to be. So just ask yourself, like, how's this going to look on me when I get to my goal weight and, you know, we can't foresee the future, but we usually have a pretty good idea because we knew how it fit us before. So 
you know, be honest here and stretch the honesty muscle just a little bit <laughs> and, and make real choices here so that you can prepare yourself for actually having a usable closet uh, once you lose the weight. Like if if you decide that the stuff is not going to look good on you, let it go, obviously. But if you want some of it, not all of it, I suggest boxing it up and putting a date on the box for when you reach your goal. So three months from now, six months from now, whatever it is you're shooting for, if you haven't reached the goal by then, and also mark it on your calendar so you remember that the box is there. But if you haven't reached the goal by then, you know, <laughs> maybe you really really need to reconsider if you're going to keep that stuff or not because maybe the goal that you made for yourself isn't achievable or maybe it's it's just not the priority for you right this minute. If you decide to keep stuff and after you've put a date on it, uh, it's a good idea to make a wish list. Structure the new purchases that you might need because you don't have a full wardrobe in that size, let's say, as a capsule wardrobe. And you can go back to my episode from a few weeks ago, episode 123, and and listen to the capsule wardrobe piece. But, but if you do need a few like pieces that you, you know, need for, you know, to be a full capsule wardrobe in your new size, make a list, structure the purses, purchases so that you're getting really great pieces like don't just you know buy for the sake of buying buy with intention and and make a wardrobe for yourself say I need two white blouses and a black skirt and then I'll be set you can use those pieces as a reward for your weight loss you know but don't go crazy don't buy 200 new pieces just take the time to really consider what you'll reward yourself with Buy good quality ethical clothing for your new best self because you deserve that if you've reached your goal. You can also, at that point, get rid of clothing that's too large. And hopefully we'll talk about that more once you've reached your goal. Another way you can set yourself up for success with weight loss goals is to set meal plans. So if you know which plans you'd like to use, like if you're doing a certain diet plan, then now is the time to search for recipes and lay them out in a chart so that you can plot the weekly menus and shopping lists. And I actually have a great spreadsheet for this that you can get by going to balagambigan.com forward slash podcast forward slash podcast 124. Basically, the way I lay it out is that I have a four-week plan. You can adjust it to two weeks or even one week if you want, but I go through the ingredients list from each recipe. I write down all the ingredients. So in one recipe, uh, if one has meat and onions and peppers, I'll put all those on the list for that week. And then if the next recipe has chicken, onions, and broccoli, I'll change the onions that I need for the week from one to two. And then I'll just add chicken and broccoli to the list also. So it's about keeping sort of a numbered list by the week rather than just I need onions, I need broccoli. You don't also want to buy too much where you're wasting, you want to buy specific amounts. Of course, I know that even if you're meal planning for dinner, you still need to buy things for breakfast and lunch. You should really, though, consider what are you buying for those and how much you actually buy in a week. And you can allot that onto your grocery list for the week as well. In the, me in the menu planner, there's also a running list of pantry items, general pantry items like oil, salt, pepper. So if I know I need those too, uh, before I go shopping, I can always check my supply and decide if I need those that week or not. 
before I go shopping, I like to take a picture of my pantry. <laughs> then I can remember what I actually have without having to have the burden of remembering. <laughs> if you want to even go a step further and you have the space, make meals in advance and freeze them so that you're ready to go on whichever day you choose to start your new diet plan or so that in a pinch if something happens you always have a meal in the freezer and you're not you know gonna mess up because you didn't have time to cook so let's talk about a different goal what if you want to be more tidy okay that's a good goal i can help you with that one <laughs> uh and the truth is is you don't have to wait to start this goal you can start right this minute and have a big impact on your life right this minute. But what can you do to help you get to this goal? So you can hire a professional to come into your home. You could take a course like Conquer Your Clutter, which you totally can. Uh, can you do online coaching? You can book time with your best friend to help you. You could sit down with yourself and a notebook and a pen and figure out what you need to get to your goal to help you be more tidy. Like even if it's just a wish list, like, a maid and an organizer and a big garbage can and a husband who helps because <laughs> uh, for a lot of people that's on the wish list right um but even just seeing what you need on paper it can be really helpful in getting you to your goal and figuring out where even the problem is after you figure out what exactly your goal is and who you can ask to help you get to your goal, so let's use the tidy example, then you can figure out the timing. When will you make time to tidy or lose weight, right? When are you going to make time to do something constructive to change your habits? Maybe you need to make time to manage your time better or learn how to manage your time better or when will you make time to exercise or whatever the goal is, if you actually put time on your calendar to get it done, it's going to make it in your face and it can't, the reminders, they won't go away. So you want to put it on your calendar. It makes it more real. When are you going to do these steps to get you one step closer to your goal? Because the truth is, it matters so little what your goal actually is. The important thing is that you need to know what you need to get to your goal. What are the tools and supplies that you need? In order to reach your resolutions, you have to prepare yourself by getting the tools lined up and putting yourself in a position where you can achieve success. So first, see what you need to get to your goal, which includes any tools, any support people, a coach, a trainer, whatever, and any information you need to gather. Like maybe you need to gather information about weight loss plans or certain organizational tools. I don't know. There's lots of things you could gather, but gather this information first. Tools, who can support you, and any additional information. The second thing you need to do to be successful in your resolutions is you're going to need to engage with the tools you decide that you need or the people or the information. So that means if you need to buy a tool, you need to learn how to use it. <laughs> if you you know, want to buy a resistance band, you need to understand how to use a resistance band. If you want to buy a mobile phone so that you can use the electronic calendar, you need to know how learn how to use it so that it can actually work for you. Now, if you're going to use a coach 
engage them, ask them, you know, what are the contracts that they need to sign? And are there any payments that they need to pay you? How can they use you as a coach? You know, how can you use a coach, which is equivalent to a tool in this analogy, um, how can you make sure that you're getting the most out of the coach? And talking to them um, about any information that they already have so that they can help you get started even before your first session with them. The third thing you need to do is set a time to use the tools or set a time to spend with your coach or set a time to watch the videos for an online course. And, and like I always say, when you set time in your calendar, it makes the time real. And it's a lot harder to ignore, you know, something that's written down right there in your face than, you know, something that was scheduled like out there in the ether. If it was like, oh, yeah, like three o'clock, I'm going to go ahead and work out. OK, well, you know, three o'clock rolls around and you're busy with the kids you might not get to working out. But if you're constantly looking at your schedule all day and you're saying, oh, it's 2.45, I'm going to go work out in 15 minutes, so I better go get changed. And if you have like a better handle on time, it will actually help you get to your goal. Maybe not faster, but get to your goal. Some other tools you can use to make sure you reach your goals are journaling and setting intentions. So that means write down what you want the outcome to be from this new adventure, this resolution. What do you want to lose weight? Do you want to be tidy? What is it? What are, what do you imagine yourself like when this process is finished? How will you feel? What will the space feel like? What will you look like in the space? Or what will you look like in your new clothing? Leave out no detail. <laughs> Employ all your senses. Imagine smells, tastes, and feelings, and really give yourself a good picture to get into your mind because on the days when you're feeling like, oh my gosh, this resolution is never going to come to fruition, you can put that picture in your mind and it will give you resolve to keep moving forward. It, it, doing this makes it easy to get back on track when you get off track. So when you feel like you can no longer reach your goals, just go back to the journal, recall those memories, refocus and reimagine yourself. Maybe something has changed in you. Maybe as you made progress, the vision changes. So reassess or maybe you didn't make any progress. So you need to readjust the vision and see, you know, is this really how I imagine it? What what is really happening in this situation? Using a journal to keep track helps you get to your destination. Journals act like roadmaps, but don't be afraid to take a step back and readjust if you get a little bit off, off track. Now, if you're working with a coach, that's their primary job is to keep you on track. And when you do get off track, their job is to get you back on course. So maybe if you have trouble staying on course, now's the time to invest in the help you need to help you get to your goals. Now, another tool you can use to help you when you want to be successful at resolutions are my favorite tools, spreadsheets. Use a spreadsheet or even a notebook to keep notes on your progress or any issues you may be having. You can also use it to make targeted goals. So for example, in the weight loss example, you might want to, you know, have 
take your measurements every week. Instead of your weight, maybe you want to take measurements. So you can make a spreadsheet with all the measurements that you're taking to track yourself and just plot it out for each week. And it really helps to see the numbers go down. Although if you're lifting weights, some of the numbers might go up, but (laughs) that's also a good thing. When you're making resolutions, it's a good idea to make a series of smaller goals with deadlines for each of these small goals because smaller resolutions, they're easier to hit. Like the deadlines are a little bit closer in between, that's true, but because the goal is smaller, it's easier to hit that goal and it will likely make you more successful in your overall goal. So you can include research time in your timeline and mark that off as a goal. So for example, let's say you want to employ healthier eating in your uh, your life. So what you can do is make a list, okay? The first step to eating healthier in your house is first decide which you know, plan I'm going to use. Then do research on what I can eat on this plan. Then the next goal would be, you know, to make a menu plan. Then the next goal to be would be a shopping list. And then the next goal would be trying out different recipes. Then another goal would be, you know, freezing meals in advance. And every time you take off a goal, like, wow, that sparks the endorphins in your brain. And it makes, (laughs) it makes your brain go faster and be like super excited. Well, it makes your brain feel, you know, excited and happy. So making these smaller deadlines and and smaller goals will actually make it easier for you to achieve the larger goal because you'll feel happier every time you hit a resolution or hit a goal, a marker on the journey. And so if you're going to have a goal that's very large goal, then, you know, you're going to want to pace yourself and set milestones and markers so that you can more easily reach the goal. If you have a smaller goal, like lose five pounds in, you know, three weeks, well, even that you can, you can lay out the goal, the steps of that goal, like prepare a healthy meal plan, make time to exercise every day, actually exercise every day, you know, um, increase your water intake daily, whatever it is that the steps that you're going to need to do to get the five pound goal off is is going to help you if your next goal is to lose five more pounds because you'll already have the 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 goal markers in place. But setting up this sort of like checklist of what needs to get done in order for you to reach your goal is actually going to give you something to cross off when you reach the goal or when you attain that milestone. And it also helps you prepare in your mind, like these are the things that I need to do in order to reach my goal. Because sometimes we make these goals And it's like, we have no idea how to get there. (laughs) And, and, you know, a coach will help you get there or doing a course will help you get there or asking a friend, they can help you get there a lot of the time. But just even for yourself, making a list of what needs to get done and following that list will help you move forward in your resolutions and actually get you to your goals. Rewards are also a great tool to help keep you motivated. We talked about rewards before. Once you, you know, in the weight loss category where if you are separating your clothes that you want to try to fit into, that's your goal. Or making a list of new pieces that you want, those pieces are your goal. But I just want to say rewards that are purchases should be treated with care. You don't want to bring a lot of new stuff into your house, especially if you're trying to get organized. So maybe your reward could be a manicure or a massage or 
something that you've been wanting to get fixed in the house, but you've been sort of putting off. Uh, if you do bring in something, something physical into your house, please make sure to take something out. I think the most important thing to remember with resolutions is that making goals that are easy to reach and getting the support you need is key to getting to your resolution in addition to also being prepared. Those things are going to help you get to your goals. So have support, make sure that your resolutions are easy and manageable, and be prepared. One last note, I also think that you need to forgive yourself if you don't get to your goal in the timeline you've allotted. Just take a deep breath and set a new time. Remember, we just want progress, not perfection. Improvement is also a valuable thing and it's important. Any movement in a direction closer to your goal is good. Don't take those small steps for granted. You're not a failure if you didn't reach your goal. It happens all the time. Maybe your goal was just too ambitious or maybe your goal got in the way. If you are structuring small, reasonable goals, setting up the tools you need, getting the help you need, and being prepared for them, you'll likely reach your goals. But just in case you don't, that's okay. Remember, just get back up on the horse and start again. If you want my help reaching your goals, I'm just an email away. So reach out to see how we can work together. Rebecca, R-E-B-E-K-A-H, at RebeccaSaltzman.com. Or you can leave me a message on the voicemail system or on social media. I want to help you figure out how you can reach your goals this year. For now, have a great week and happy organizing. Thanks for listening to the Journey to Organization podcast. You can find Rebecca on Twitter and Instagram at BalaGonBegon and on Pinterest as Rebecca Saltzman. Visit BalaGonBegon.com for resources and to join the mailing list to get podcast updates.